Damon O'Neill here. Welcome to the More Than Backpacking Podcast, episode number eight. So today's episode comes with Skylar Knutson, uh, a lad from Iowa. He walked into my hostel a few weeks ago now, and we hit it off right away, and we initially got chatting because I mentioned about the Just Three Amigos, our YouTube channel, and he he pulled out his business card as quick as I've ever seen anyone. But it was good fun, and we we got on. We went for dinner, and we were just we were bouncing off each other, different ideas. He was telling me how he got interns in New York doing videography, photography, and how he randomly got into photography, which was a bit how bit like how we randomly got into running a YouTube channel and ran me randomly running a podcast. But uh, so I've actually had he actually came back to the hostel a couple of weeks later and I hadn't started the podcast so he keeps me into action and uh we've had a lot of good conversations he ended up telling me a few few things about his different documentaries he went to Panama before he'd even uh, finished graduate finished university and uh so this podcast is just a little bit of info about the different opportunities you get from putting yourself out there, speaking to people in the hostels and going out and seeing how you can get job opportunities when you travel as well, especially when you have a business card in your back pocket. So uh, here it goes. So Skylar, this is like the seventh, 17th podcast that we've actually discussed and not recorded. Yeah, and we no. did actually record one yesterday <laughs> and my laptop shut down from overheating after about half an hour of great discussions, but... There you go, you win some, you learn some. Yeah, I mean, if, if I've learned anything, it's that only good things come when you spend time with them. So, you know, only, the conversation's only going to get better every time. Convo gets better. <laughs> but here we are, we're back in the hostel living room, chilling out on the sofas, recording on a Saturday evening. What is it, 6 p.m.? Saturday evening in San Jose, Costa Rica. And uh, you fly to Chile tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think yeah, I'm also on the squeakiest chair in Central America, <laughs> and hopefully there's none in Chile. But yeah, I fly there tomorrow right. to Santiago to hang out with uh, my friend uh, Manu and her sister Carla. They live there. So is who's this Manu? You haven't spoke about her. Or no. Okay. So this is a wild story. <laughs> All of, it's always a wild story, of course. Uh, but as you said, um, I I was down in Panama. And, uh, she, her friend Carla was in this program that I was also in, um, and, uh, Manu just came down and, uh, was visiting and she, her and my friend Alex fell in love and, and Alex is one of, hands down, one of my best friends. And I, I'm actually, I was just texting her right before, uh, we started this. Um, and so I, I grew close with Manu and they actually, Alex and Manu just came, uh, to my graduation like three weeks ago. Really? And so, yeah. Is that why you have to go to Chile? Or like, yeah, you had so, it planned anyway? That you no, I, I did not have this plan. So I, my, my two friends <clears throat> said they were going to Costa Rica and they asked if I wanted to go. I just hopped on a plane, came down with them just with one way because Chile, Chile was on my mind. And because uh, Manu kept pushing, she's like, just come to Chile, come to Chile, so I'll did, be there in June. tell the truth, did you think, I'm halfway there, I might as well go to Chile? That's exactly what I thought, <laughs> and I thought the plane, uh, the plane ride would be cheaper, it wasn't, it, it was, was still very expensive. It's still a long way, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going down there to, to see, to see her. And are you and doing any, uh, photography? Or Will I? 
Oh, of course. I always see it, do you? Like? Yeah, it's it's always I like I have it sitting right here next to me already. You know, I always have it with me. I was actually gonna go out today, but I've been something about San Jose has has made me a little lazier with photography. <laughs> I like I was going. Probably crazy. nothing to photograph. No, I wouldn't say that. There's always something to photograph. Yeah. There's always something to photograph. But um, I don't know. I think I just have a lot of things on my plate here, and I, I like I backloaded myself and to get all my stuff done in the city. And so like, yeah. I think those are on the top of my priority and, and taking photos of the city is it's kind of falling back, which stinks because it's like my meditation to go take photos. It, it definitely brings me a lot of joy. Could, you, could <clears> get up early. Hmm? you could get up earlier. I suppose I could get up really early tomorrow, like before like sunrise. Those would be really nice photos. Yeah. And uh, right before my flight. In that would be good in, to get myself in that headspace too. You yeah, know? In the week... Uh, Rush, you would probably like rush hour. Yeah, some really cool things. It's really interesting, you know, in those those chaotic moments, you there's just like these small stories going on. Yeah. If you just sit there like on a bench, you can you can see them. The trick is like, how do you get like infiltrated? You know, like get in yeah. it and and make people feel comfortable. You know, so it's not like this. Uh, I don't I don't like uh, I don't like to like take it without them knowing. You know, like I want it to be this thing where yeah. you know. Like so so sky that takes. <laughs> Was it street photography, yeah? Yeah, you got like that and, and documentary photography. There's it's so it, it's complicated. It's not as comp or it's not as uh, simple as you know yeah, like yeah. just these two things. But, yeah, yeah. But he often takes photos of strangers, <laughs> so I'm hoping for a few snaps, a few a few professional snaps of myself. <laughs> hopefully. Well, you're not a stranger, not now. Not anymore. Maybe no. at first. But I guess that's what a camera does as well for me. You know, like once you take that photo, it is like it's an excuse to talk to people, um, which. You know, I love making beautiful images, you know, like taking beautiful images, but um, what keeps me coming back is like, I just get to talk to strangers and, you, and they'll tell you these, these awesome things and you get to know them and you have this like really, it, even though it's often quick, uh, a quick interaction, it's still, you know, it's still pretty intimate, you know, and it's really, it's really fun to be able to send them the photos to after and, and they're always, you know, as long as you did a good job, they, you, you <laughs> they're should, always like floored. You should start a podcast, street photography. <laughs> The There's so many out there. I actually the conversation. What podcast? I listened to one uh, about photographers. It's not just street photography, but but what like the conversations you have throughout oh. street photography? Mm, that would be interesting. You need to speak Spanish here, though, don't you? Yeah. Really? I, my Spanish is like decent. I can ask, you know, like go up and tell somebody like who I am, what I'm doing, and and ask for their like WhatsApp so I can send it to them and and you know like tell them yeah, yeah. like not to pose. Like I'll be like just go about your business, you know. Like I'll just. I'll just do my thing and you do yours. Normal, normal. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so tell me the story. Can you think of a story? <laughs> I can think of many stories. <laughs> the storyteller. What What did you do in Panama? So you said you're on a program. So you went to study there, didn't you say, for like a semester, right? Yeah. Oh my God, this chair. Uh, I can't move on here. I have to be very still, which I suppose is a good thing. It's good. It's good all lesson. that coffee I ate. I'm just like moving around. <laughs> Um, so you studied, well, I've been there, I've been to, yeah, I've been to Panama twice. So two years ago, I went there for a study abroad. Um, and I was, I was doing a media stuff and I did like documentaries and some photo, uh, <laughs> some photography. Um, and so that was nice, you know, like spending three months there. That was my first like real, um, international travel by myself. So that yeah. was a huge step in my life. <clears throat> Certainly why I'm here now, if that wouldn't have happened, I probably wouldn't be sitting. You got your Latin spirit from... <laughs> Panamanians. Yes. yes, yes. 
Um, and then what about the next time? Yeah, so the next cool. time. Well, I, I suppose uh, the first time I was there, I met this guy, Dewey. And he... Um, I, I, like, I only met him twice or something. Not, like, we weren't necessarily like friends. But um, <clears throat> we, had, we had followed each other on Instagram or something. And I saw that he started, um, he started a nonprofit for this community known as the Gunayala, which is a community he was, or he is a part of. Um, and so he started this nonprofit to bring awareness to what's happening there, which is they live on these islands off the coast and they, um, their islands have been predicted that they'll be underwater in 20 years by the Smithsonian. <clears throat> so it's a very urgent situation and, and a lot of, no, I guess not a lot, but some of the Guna have already left and relocated, but many have not. To mainland, the mainland. To know. some, yeah, to the mainland and um, I think some have gone to Colombia. Uh, some live in Panama City. It's the San Blas Islands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, San Blas. Um, and so, yeah, so it's like a, it's a very, it's a complex situation though. It's not um, as simple as I just said. And so like I went down and I shot this documentary with, uh, with Dewey and my friend Afira and my uh, friend Duran and a bunch of different people <clears throat> were there. But um, yeah, and so I, I like... I did it for this nonprofit, and then I ended up like using it in school. So it was really fun to share that with all the people in Iowa. Yeah, but and that's then, a bit different. Yeah, they and then like Iowa. I don't. It was very different for people in Iowa. But then when I showed my some of my Panamanian friends because it, it showed at an exhibit about like a month or two after I had visited and shot everything, and I had my Panamanian friends like message me back and, and tell me how wild it was that I had like that kind of access and. Uh, because like they they're like three hours away, four hours away, and they never they didn't know these things about the Guna, and like that's. Well, I they, think that they really even know like uh, it's like how the Guna live and stuff like. Is that what you mean? Like mm-hmm. they didn't know they didn't they never experienced being in that culture, yeah. that environment. Like being in their home, like I was so lucky and privileged, and they welcomed me in. Estolio and his family really welcomed me in and let me sit there and like with them at breakfast and film and and you know, like, very intimate moments with your family, you know? Like, yeah. that's not something they had to do, but they allowed me to do that, and I'm very grateful um, for that, you know? Fair um, play. Fair play. Yeah. So that so was all... So you did that uh, all because you went down and studied, and then you met... In, you studied in Panama for a semester. Yeah. Did, did, why did you study in Panama? Did you just look to do something a bit different, and or did... Yeah, I think... I think, like, I, I was lucky when I was younger. My, my uh, parents camped a lot so we would like take long trips yeah. like I've been to like we went all the way to Wyoming to like Yellowstone and yeah and through like the Black Hills and and then we went all the way over to Washington DC another time or like down or over to North Carolina like all the we, we were just always traveling um and so like I think I had that like instilled in me at a young age and yeah. so then I just I tried to continue it when I uh got into into college and I was more on my own you know yeah 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 and uh so then, now you're going to Chile, Chile, continuing your Chile. Latin spirit, but then you're back, and then you say that you want to go to, you, you want to go to New York. Yeah, I believe. as long as the, everything lines up. I'm actually on my laptop, I have like 17 tabs open of freelance editing jobs, so just I, like, <laughs> so I just have stuff, you know, like money, um, 
for that video like, editing yeah so if anyone listening needs a video ed- editor <laughs> please hit me up skylarknudson.com <laughs> yeah so it's yeah i mean it's a it's a tough city to break into i have some internship there i've been lucky in this way as well um to uh connect with people and and so i'm just really going there to learn as much as i can because it's like i've been you know I've had these experiences, but there's still so much for me to learn. I'm still, like, I'm only 22, and yeah. I've only been doing this for, like, three, four years now, really. And, well, like, I would, I would say... A, like, videos, cameras, yeah. Only, like, yeah. Why did you get so late? I or just, why did you I think, I, think so I was, late? like, I was very heavily invested in sports. Yeah. And, like, baseball and track, and, and so, like, that was really my life, you know? Um, that's what I was invested in. Like, so I was even you... thinking about going to school for it. Yeah. Um, or like university, university yeah. um, so did you but, did you uh, did you drop sports because you started to have a new hobby of <clears throat> photography no not necessarily I think when I was looking at schools like it was really small schools and I think I had gotten I've gotten kind of burned out from it you know like sports are I think there's a lot of good things sports teach you but I think I needed to take a step back I was ready for a change and so I, I just enrolled at the University of Iowa and, and just a student at that point. And, um, and what, but so what, what did you study? I was just open. I was open at first. I did not have a major. Um, so uh, what? Could you choose your major after two years? No, you can choose it right away or you can just leave it open and you take your general education classes because you have to take them anyway. Um, really? Yeah. So is that... So you, Oh, right, that's different. So do you need? Yeah. I mean, do you need to go to do still do a certain amount of credits per yeah. semester? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have a certain amount, but you have like certain classes. Like you have to take like a, a science class and and you know like foreign language. Like I took four years of Spanish and all these. But you things. have to do that anyway. So you weren't missing <coughs> yeah. on anything. Yeah. So I was just like filling that up or getting those done at first, and then like I would move into the to the more specific uh, for my major. Which, like, I didn't realize what I wanted to do until my junior year, which was cinema. And I found, like, I changed schools. So I was at Iowa. I transferred to Iowa State. Um, and I did physical education there, like, kind of stemming off sports, you know. Like, I thought yeah. it'd be fun to be a PE teacher. Because um, I, I had a really great PE teacher uh, in middle school that, like, really taught me. And it's interesting looking back because, like, sports and that teacher taught me you know, like a work ethic and uh, like a discipline into like, if there's something that you want to be good at and something that you really feel like you're passionate about, you just have to dive in. You have to put your entire being into that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so like, I see, <laughs> like, I see why I got so obsessed with photography and video stuff and film, you know? Well, cause you because you just threw yourself into it. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I had an obsessive personality in that way. Like, and I was just like, I just let the passion take me over. And I did when I was younger too, with sports, I specifically remember like having very strong emotions about, you know, like working and working and working so that I could be better. Be better yeah. <clears throat> and so like, it's I think so that was American. so important. It's so American. Yeah, it is. I think it is. <laughs> like there's, there's like this capacity. Yeah. Work, but like. I'm glad that that was in my life because now I... You learn from it. Yeah. Always, and so, like, it's like a stress in some ways. Like, I can feel stress about it. But, you know, like, I I think, um, yeah, I think it's good in, in a number of ways as well. Of course, there's, like, bad and good, you know, yeah. but... So, <laughs> why, why did, when did you first pick up a camera? Okay, so I think, you know, like, I, I did some random stuff in high school, but nothing, nothing really... Um, but it wasn't really until like 
like a camera camera, like a photography camera until my so the end of my sophomore year, I went and, and shot a little documentary uh, in Arkansas on a climbing trip. And so, and, and I interviewed somebody. Was it a university trip? <clears throat> yeah. And you, did you ask them today, could, uh, did you ask them if you could make a mm -hmm. documentary or did you do it off your own back for your own stuff? Well, I mean, it was like both. I was just like, yo, I think I'm going to do this, this yeah. video. And then I asked one of them and I interviewed him. We climbed up a tree and I interviewed him in this tree, you know, like it fit, it fit the situation. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, that led them to agree. Yeah. And so like, that's when I fell in love. I was like, and putting it together, I was just like, damn, this, like, this is it. This is what I have to do. And so from that point I ended up, that was when I was at Iowa State, transferred back to Iowa and just strictly went into cinema. And really? so that was my... So you went from Iowa to Iowa State to Iowa? Back to Iowa. And they rivals. Yes, they, they hate each other. Really? I hate, I hate Iowa State. Even when I was there, I hated Iowa State. Uh, <laughs> Iowa until you die. Two of my siblings uh, went to Iowa State. And really? So, yeah. Do you speak then? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but... Yeah, so it was so only because you went, went on that climbing trip. And, yeah, it's uh, not wild. And you just sort of... <laughs> You just fell in love with it and thought, sod it, I'm gonna go and do video yeah. clip. And now, and now you take, you, your camera goes everywhere with you, oh. as, as I know. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. So, um, so remember, remember when we, remember when we met, when you came into the hostel? You mm -hmm. weren't even staying here then, by the way. How weird is that? <laughs> I just had met Kai. Friends, yeah. yeah, I met those two guys because I needed something to do for nine hours because my friends were so late to the airport. And I was like, I, they were talking about getting an Uber and I couldn't figure out how to get to San Jose. And then I was like, what if we all just share an Uber? It'll be cheaper for all. It's like, hell yeah, dude. And so then we just came here. Always, always find helpful people. Yeah. But the, uh, re remember, so like when, b before you whipped out your business card, which that, <laughs> we didn't have much conversation. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to keep that on me so I can give it to somebody or to give the email Dude, to Dude, I have somebody. so many I could give you. Just hand them out. It's oh, candy. Yeah. But the, uh, I think you gave me your business card because... I, I, what I was saying about the YouTube channel, so there was like obviously video involved. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what, what you were thinking at that point, but maybe you were sort of thinking there's some sort of opportunity, but or whatever, or like network. Mm -hmm. But then uh, I was saying about how many opportunities you get like just when you travel, and then you've since proved me that you do that anyway in Panama, and uh, and like anyway in well, what, what was the other documentary or oh, whatever, but. And even your photos, you could probably sell your photos if you. Yeah, you, you I, could. You could go. To, yeah, you could. They are for sale on your website. You say yeah, every. So yeah, every and I've had like an exhibit too. I've sold some before. Yeah. And and like yeah, I sell them, but not a ton. It's hard. I I. It's hard to sell photos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Unless of you're like constantly them. having exhibits, it's tough. That's a tough world to. To inhabit. make a living, yeah. Yeah. But what well, um so you you travelled around Costa Rica in the two weeks since then. So have you like come across opportunities whether online in Costa Rica through people you've met other people you've met or anything like that or do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, not I actually haven't really in Costa Rica, um, but <laughs> this is wild. In my Uber drive, I was in Chicago. That's where I flew out of. In my Uber at like four thirty in the morning, I had a ridiculously early flight. My Uber driver was like, dude, I have a, I have a home down in Costa Rica and I actually do like these informational videos. He's like, he's like, do you want to like do videos for me? I'll, he's like, no, I'm, like I'm how did you not tell me this? Oh uh, I don't know. It, like I, I had forgotten about it, but yeah, I was like, what? 
I was like, that's insane. And I was already like thinking about how I didn't have enough money to continue this trip anyway. And like I emailed him. I haven't heard anything back yet, but and you might that doesn't begin. mean it won't, you know? Yeah, I might. It was, I emailed him like a week ago, so it's not, it's not too far out, but. Um, did he, what, did he say what type of infomercials? Is it, no. was it like tourism for Costa Rica? You I don't think so. No, I don't think it's Just anything the, too like spectacular, but like. It's, but what are the chances fine. that Uber? I know, it's not insane. That, it's wild. Just from talking, did you? The universe you, is working in weird ways, and we've talked you, about this. I don't quite understand it. I don't think it needs to be explained, but something's going on. At least it feels like it. At least in my experience, I don't. It's hard to speak for everybody because you know, like I, I'm coming from like a, a, a rather privileged background. You know, like I'm <laughs> a white male from from the United States. Yeah, yeah. But it feels like. It, it works in mysterious yeah. ways. Yeah. You know? but, I mean, but you've been wondering how you're going to like pay for your trip to Chile, right? Yeah. And even this trip to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And then stuff like that happens. It's because you're looking for it. Yeah. So then it's like a survival. You're just surviving. What well, did you say the other day that something <clears throat> like that happened as well? When you were downloading your video. Oh, is this. You've been doing what today and yesterday? Yeah. And they just emailed you, or did you email... Yeah, so, like, a few weeks before I left, they emailed me about working uh, for, their, for their company in Iowa. And then I was sitting here thinking, like, looking at my bank account, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to eat here. And um, so I just reached out again. I was like, hey, do you guys have any editing gigs that you need? You know, like, I can do it remotely. And you guys know, like, you guys have seen my work. And they're like, actually, yeah, we do. So they just... It took, like three days to get the stuff downloaded like 20 gigabytes of stuff i had to do some wild things to get it but i ended up getting it and now i'm just one step away from turning it in and at least having money for a little bit longer yeah but that's it shows that i mean when you look for it when you're desperate as well so you look to your bank account and you saw like you said oh my god yeah uh when you go into that sort of desperation mode that's when you start looking more and when you start just sort of taking anything, I mean, I don't know how much money you get paid for that stuff, but at least if it funds your trip to Chile, you never know, you might get more opportunities down yeah, in Chile. Yeah, of course, of course. You, you might network more because... Uh, yeah, you, you my, my friend that I started out talking about, like Manu and Carla, they have, they have friends that do photography down there. Like one of them does concerts, another one does the soccer games. And so we were already talking because I asked him at first. Really? I was like, if I come down, I was like, can I get a job? Because I need a job if I'm down there for an extended amount of time. Yeah. And she's like, dude, just come down. You'll figure it out. Yeah. She's like, it'll be fine. And I was like... And even what I'm right, saying, like hostels or like yeah. adventure, adventures may be a bit different if you need... I mean, you've got a GoPro, but it's a bit different to your camera, say. Mm-hmm. But uh, hostels or schools or some sort of like uh, for tourists, mm-hmm. they all sort of don't have enough money unless they're absolutely loaded to make a video if you just turn up there or email them in advance you don't know you don't need to go back to america that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah 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 however I you mean, do because you're going new york bound yeah i think there's there's other things i want to do you know um i love traveling and i like will continue to do it of course but um i think i need to learn a little bit more from like you know the, the people that are really up there and, yeah <clears throat> and so like that that happens in new york so is that what is the best in New York? Is that why you... Or obviously... I mean, yeah, like, like big some cities, of them. Yeah, just be yeah like New bit. York and LA are the two, the two big hubs. hubs for it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go there and, you know... And what, you have an time. internship sorted? Or yeah, there's, there's a few different things. Like, one of them, 
uh, a Nat Geo photographer just said I could come and, and help him in the studio whenever he's there. You know, like stuff like that is How like, often one is he in a life. To, I don't, I don't know. But he, but it's like, funny because when I email, I just emailed him like three days ago. Long shot. I just saw that. Um, I just. Oh. What's up? Oh, you're not doing something like. No, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's okay, dude. All right. Good hey, we're in a hostel. What do you expect? Yeah, you can't get can't get There's, There's no privacy here. No God. privacy in these hostels. I'm telling you, mate. No privacy. Um, so you just you just emailed him. Yeah, so I just emailed him um, because. Wait, do you know him, or you just got his email no. online? Oh, okay. Actually, because I had interned in New York. Um, yes, so I interned in New York last summer, and I realized I had a conversation with the guy. His name's Josh that I was that I interned with, and he's like, he was just like telling me everybody that's around him, and he just like um, half mentioned that a Nat Geo photographer was, was, uh, like one of his neighbors. And I like, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. You know, like, that's cool. Neighbors is in, in the office, like they share an office. <laughs> well, it's like, it's a big, it's an old factory. It's like a remodeled factory. But there's so, a lot of videographers or media companies in mm -hmm, there. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's like painters, there's all types of artists in there. It's a really cool place. It's called the Navy Yard. It's very interesting. Co-working um, space for artists. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. But so he like said this and I didn't really think of it and it wasn't until like two weeks ago. So like basically a year later, I am looking at net geos website, like looking at their photographers, you know, cause yeah. this is what I do. Like I'm just, uh, studying photographers and I see this dude, Robert Clark and, um, I, um, how did I figure this out? I went to his website. Yeah. And I just saw that it said his office was in the Navy yard and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is the guy that he was talking about. Yeah. This is the guy he was talking about. And so I emailed him and I explained. I was like, I had interned with, with Josh last summer and I think I'm going, and I was like, I'm going to be back there. I'm going to be interning with him again. And I just graduated. And um, I'm just curious, like, if you ever need some, you know, like extra hands around the studio, like, I'm totally willing to help and come in. <clears throat> for free? Would, would it have yeah, to be I for think free? Most likely for free. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I'm still gonna be in his like you know like in his presence and learning and stand on the shoulders of giants, huh? <laughs> exactly, yes. And so yeah, I, uh, I emailed him and within like three hours. I checked my email again. He messaged me back. He's like, he's like, yeah, man. Uh, let me know when you're back in the city. We'll. He's like, I'll let you know and you can come in. He's like, I, I always need extra hands in the studio. Yeah. And he's like. I'm also from the Midwest, so I'm always looking to help out Midwesterns. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. What a dream. I, like, what what a dream. I didn't even know he was from there. I was like, what? It's just, yeah. It worked out really well. And so I'm excited about that. And it's not like this perfectly set up thing. Like, I don't know. Um, and you never know. Like, maybe it falls through. But, um, but you, know, you like, got to like, buy a ticket, huh? You don't win the yeah. lottery without buying a ticket. I can't, yeah. Like, that's what's pressing on me now. Like, I have... You know, like those crazy opportunities, and I think you know, like I, you have to take those. Because this is exactly take. what I do. Like I would, I have this set up, and I want to be, you know, like being a Nat Geo photographer, absolute dream. It's a yeah. dream job. I want that. All of my my being wants that. But then also, I get to work with a cinematographer because I also love making like movies and and shooting short films and shooting documentaries and and uh, narrative pieces, whatever you know. Mm -hmm. And so like best of both worlds right now I, I get an opportunity exposure to, to meet both of them you have exposure to both and you expose yourself to both 
as in that. Yeah, and they're I only going to said the same thing, but they mean different things. Yeah, know. and they're only going to bleed into each other. You know, like getting better at photography means I'm getting better at, at video, yeah. and vice versa. And, and of course, just the thing is, if you go to that navy yard, this that co-working space, just like your boy Josh put you in, well, you knew that the Nat Geo guy was in the same place. There's probably loads of people in that place, and then and people from different like with different abilities that you can learn from different people that you can help and get value from but even if it's I mean you've got to have a balance maybe but you like you could work longer hours to get more value for yourself out of it whilst you're young got energy etc etc and uh, and just build your network I mean that's got to be the best place to work isn't it if there's Nat Geo photographers in there surely that's it sounds like a bit of a place where not many graduates would get into yeah or maybe not many people I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're you're right. Um, but but even if there's loads of even if there is loads of graduates interning there or working there, you've got to put yourself about and just speak to everyone yeah. and network because you just never know. Yeah, there might know. be a few more Midwesterners over there. That's true. For some reason, he's gonna take them all in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's just like it's so awesome. And yeah, I've been stressed out the last few days because like. There is this huge step, and I just blew all of my money on this this trip. Which, I mean, in some ways, I mean, in most ways, like I'm 100 uh, percent excited about being here, of course. But yeah, you know, like it's stressful. But then I I think back, like I I've written a note. I have a note in my wallet, and I've wrote out basically what I want to accomplish in life in terms of you know like with with video and photography. Yeah. And it just like at the end it says. It says you're gonna be exactly where you need to be. Look where you already are now. Yeah. Right at the end. And even me just saying that, like I wrote that to myself because I knew I would be in this situation where I'm just like, damn man, like I, I feel like I'm I'm stuck here. I this is like I have such great opportunities here, but it's it's a stretch, like this is a risk. Yeah. But it was right then I was just like, damn, I was like, I know. I was like, I know what I need, I know I'm gonna put myself in the right situation. And so it is like what does it say? Okay, I'm, I might, I think I'm paraphrasing here, but it says, um, you're going to put yourself in the right place. Look where you already are now, you know? And then, and then it makes you like, it, like I have been super, uh, lucky to get these wild opportunities, you know, like going to Panama and all these documentaries and, and photos and whatnot. Um, and yeah, it's, it is important, I think, to like reflect back on that. Like I have accomplished quite a bit, which yeah. is like, I don't like to say, but I think it is important to like be aware of that also at times you know it, it does also help push you forward of and course, not keep always. you like so down you always know? always <clears throat> always look back on what you've done but then just keep striving to yeah. improve and get to it's like a balance there like the shift improve. you got to shift between the two but yeah i mean so it's I, exciting times Ch- chilly tomorrow for chilly a couple tomorrow. of weeks probably get some work to help fund it down there mm-hmm. shoot some soccer games or whatever your friends are doing i hope so Back to are you flying back to Iowa first? Then yeah, I'll be there for I'll be there for like a month working. Um, I'm gonna have to make some serious money fast. Trying to um, do just I'll have to sign a lease. Room. I have to sign a lease like now. I've been looking at apartments already in New York. Really? <clears throat> but maybe I'll just move in with like a friend for a few weeks until I have the money or something. I don't know. Like it's it's have complicated. You got, have you got any friends there? I do. Yeah, and my one of my family members knows a ton of people there because they they would go there often and work. So I might be able to just like crash on some uh, family some family's house. house. <laughs> just do a week in each or something like that. Yeah, just bounce around. 
That yeah. sounds yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds like that's how I've been living my life. Might as well continue. I must enjoy it to some degree, even though it's hectic and it is stressful. But there's it's good. There, stress. there's stressful. Like, there's stressful has negative connotations. It does. Good. It pushes you into action. It does. Stress. Stress has been a part of our evolution. You know, like we wouldn't be here if we didn't have stress. You know, exactly. Because like, yeah. there's a predator over there. If you don't feel the stress of running from it, you're dead. You're yeah. eaten. You don't have your legs anymore. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I also agree with that. That's something I think about often. Stress is, it's totally important. Um, same with, you know, like bad, bad and, I hate bad and good emotions, but like the sad is just as important as the happy, you know, like yeah. they have to coexist. So. Makes you realize they're happy moments, huh? Mm. Right. We could talk all day, as we know, because we spoke for <laughs> We already have. We, we have like five hours of podcasting, <laughs> basically. Just unrecorded. Into thirty minutes, maybe we can do a part two at some point in the future. Yes. But let's. Wrap. Well, you'll be in the states soon, no? Next week, yeah. I'll be in. in New, I'll be in New York. In August. How long? In August. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we'll we'll definitely meet up. Wow. Yeah, we'll do we'll do part two in New York in August. My two brothers are gonna be there as well. Dude, that is beautiful. That is insane. So. And one one's fourteen. He'll be fourteen. Wow. So uh, he, he can learn something. That's that's actually really crazy because now I have an extra obligation to be there for sure. <laughs> There's like very little I can't turn around now. Just imagine how life or how different our lives are gonna be in like a month in August when we're there. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. Yeah, yeah. Two months. Um, wow. I'm, that's that's exciting. Well, we've got we've got each other's information. <clears throat> let's let's wrap this up. Right. Three questions. Do you feel that traveling has changed your perspective on life and why? In a couple of sentences, you don't need to... <laughs> Go on and on. Yeah, don't tell yeah, the story, but... Uh, yes, certainly. Um, I think there's many reasons, but I think the first one that just popped into my mind was that you, uh, you realize that things are a lot more similar in other places than you're told. Good, good, I like that, I like so, that a lot. I think we, yeah, you're taught that, I don't know, like these wild things, I don't, I can't even think of how you're taught these things, but I think, um, yeah, you think that things are so different in Costa Rica, yeah. and then you come here and you can see your home in it, and then you go back and you see Costa Rica in your home as well, and so I think that's uh, the first thing for me. That Good, I like that. <clears throat> right, question number two, what's... What is the mo What is your favorite place that you have traveled to? Location. Okay. Oh, I hate that you added location there. I was gonna say my initial reaction was whoever I'm like photographing or whoever I'm documenting with a video or something like that's my favorite place to be. Right. Like when the in those really intimate moments and and it's like really like you get that really good photo or that really beautiful moment um, that explains like their story you know like that's my favorite place to be it's not a physical location okay i'll let i'll let you have that <laughs> somehow everyone seems to get away with that uh, answer <laughs> final question do you listen to podcasts and if so which is your favorite one i do listen i haven't i haven't recently and, and i'm ashamed of that but um yeah my favorite one probably ted radio hour those are really really pretty spectacular ted radio hour yeah there's a lot of TED ones, isn't there? Oh, there's tons. Yeah. As in, like, different channels. Yeah, stations. so they, they just have, like, a theme, and then they have, like, four people that had TED Talks, 
that relate to that theme, and it just goes through these lists, and they re-interview them, and they use part of their talk, and it's just, yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah. I've, like, I've learned so much from those. Yeah. <clears throat> right, nice one. We finally got it through. <laughs> so there it is, guys, Skylar Knutson. Great podcast, great storyteller. Make sure you go and check out his Instagram and his website as well to check out his storytelling through his photographs, which are amazing. I follow it daily. So he's at Skylar Knutson. That is S-K-Y-L-E-R-K-N-U-T-Z-E-N. Or www.skylarknutson.com. And that is spelled the same way. So go and... Go and look at some of his work and maybe you want to employ photography if you're in New York, Iowa or where, wherever he may be at that time of the world. It's now November 2018 and we didn't actually meet up in New York in August. He had some delays so we couldn't do it in the end. But uh, we do have another recording recorded in back in June in Costa Rica which again shows the amazing opportunities that can happen from putting yourself out there. And this one shows how... He got an opportunity to film a documentary in a prison, so stay tuned for that short bonus episode with Skylar. If you are interested, if you enjoyed it, please could you take two minutes to review this episode or one of the episodes, listen to the other episodes, share them with people who you think they can provide value, whether they're photographers, cinematographers, want to travel, they want to go to Chile, Panama, wherever, or do a documentary, whatever you think could be of value to them. And if you could leave a review letting us know your feedback, that would be great stuff on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, whatever you're listening to. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a great day. As I said, it's the 24th of November 2018, Danny Spice's birthday. Happy birthday, Spice. Hope he's having a good one back in the UK. Until next time, guys. Adios.